Well, the warmer weather really does make you just want to get out and shine, right? It's such a mood booster. So let's work with that energy and add renewed confidence with a little help from the Skin Center. It's Abby, and we can say goodbye to that winter dullness with a Diamond Glow facial or try the go-to anti-aging skincare treatment, microneedling, which stimulates collagen. Just DM Skin Center MD on Instagram or give them a call and mention the promo code Abby. You'll get $50 off your next skincare treatment. The Skin Center. Pittsburgh's number one med spa. Westward is a podcast about the birth of professional basketball in Los Angeles and what the city's two teams represent today. It is told through the man who was and is at the center of both, Jerry West. A production of the Dan Patrick Podcast Network. Listen to Westward on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, I uh, famously broke records and inspired a nation uh, with my 72-hour non-stop competitive engagement uh, at Sherman Oaks Castle Park Arcade. Some may call me, you may remember me as the Dance Dance Revolutionary, the young lady who did, played so much, so much Dance Dance Revolution. Uh, I'm just raising awareness around the game. Uh, I sort of changed the game, quite literally. That is me, Sophia Alexandra. Um, Low-key, I was going to say Dance Dance Revolution before you got to the end of that. You were? I was. Thank you so much for trying to redefine who I was. But (laughs) Low-key... Um, hello, uh, I am the inventor of the grilled cheese restaurant oh. um, that went under yes, in I record remember. time Yeah, because I refused to serve more than one kind of grilled cheese. My name is Miles Gray, and I am a grilled cheese purist. Some might say, but what you were serving wouldn't even constitute as a grilled cheese because it was one slice of, if I recall correctly, I, I, I do, I remember your restaurant was on Melrose mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it was just one slice of bread with just cheese whiz on top, just brushed with a knife and then sort of warmed up. That's not it. It was actually two pieces okay. of bread. Okay. Inside they had Kraft cheese singles, which are obviously oh so i'm getting um, this mixed up with i think eric greenspan's different pop-up and i'm the one that used mayo on the outside of the bread oh right well that's the only way you can get that color i mean i agree i mean that's the only way you can do that it's it's, that golden brown the crunch and the try doing that on a dry piece of bread you fucking (laughs) who am i even talking to my imaginary nanny who keeps messing up (laughs) and i'm an angry baby (laughs) I don't know. I felt like a diabolical child from like an Animaniac sketch or something right there. Oh, I miss the Animaniacs. You know how there would be like a baby who had like the thick ass eyebrows and you're like, oh, this baby's fucking mean. That was the way they made the baby look mean. Well, there that's the um, nemesis baby of Maggie on The Simpsons. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. That's what you're thinking of. That's, you know why? Because everything is The Simpsons. And you know what? That's actually that's a, a Simpsons bounce. The Simpsons. Dun, 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 uh, how many points dun, dun, is that? Dun, dun, 20K bones. Yep. Dun, dun, 20K dun, dun, dun. bones. Danny Elfman, huh? 
Like I can't miss. Anyway, welcome to 420 Day Fiance. A podcast where we talk a bunch of nonsense, but you know, a lot of it is about our favorite reality show, 90 Day Fiance, yeah, and all of its various iterations. This episode is about 90 Day mm-hmm. the Other Way, mm-hmm. which has finally returned. Mm-hmm. Um, thank God. I don't know what we would have done with our trash selves without it. Oh, no. And this episode is called Ready or Not, Here yeah. I Come. Oh, my you God. Can't hide. That's a great track. I oh I can't stop talking about the score, that album. I feel like it's I guess it's time. It's what been like twenty five years or something like that. So I guess it's it's time to bring that album back into the consciousness. I, I declare it. I um, but yeah, it is ready or not. This was an episode that had a little bit of. It was kind of boring. A lot of it was boring, but there was a section that I was not ready for. I did not know that, you know, we started off with Armando and Kenny giving there was, us the... There was some emotional stuff. I want yeah. our listeners to prepare themselves. There's going to be some emotions dropped. There will be emotions. I may call upon my uh, life coach, Arnold Schwarzenegger, to grant me some strength to get I through this. Or Jerry Seinfeld. I call upon my coach, Jerry Seinfeld. Right. And- <laughs> or Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> We summon thee to navigate these emotional waters. That is 90 Day Fiance the other way. So or we'll just get right into it. Or Debbie, who I think is a new favorite. CIA Debbie, people are oh, obsessed with her. People She's... don't, they don't know about gangs. Fuck y'all. <laughs> I'm cold. Come do on, the bring... eye. Do the one eye. You don't know. I got this one eye closed. You know why? So I can touch Keep you. Keep one eye open. I'm serious. <laughs> it's a wrap, honey, like Saran. Don't get me fucking twisted up. Like a blunt wrap. It's okay. a wrap like a gyro. Honestly, I'll have you holier than a fucking Bible made of Swiss cheese, bitch. <laughs> when these fucking slugs go through you. Like a fucked up yard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so, so <laughs> let's get into Jenny and Sumit. Because mm-hmm. here we go. This is... The, the, the game changed a little bit in this episode for me. I did not realize what the real backstory was with Sumit. Shit got dark. The shit was Sumit. We Honestly, didn't know all that was behind it. No. Oh. Uh, wow. So he had it. He had a rough fucking go of that marriage. He, yes. Ooh. His so he family goes, didn't listen. He has to go to his parents to beg, right? That was where they left off before yeah. they left us in the fucking desert with nothing. No more episodes. You left us, TLC. <laughs> you with it. You with it. <laughs> I'm sorry, Arnold, please. And they left it like on a cliffhanger where he had to go talk to his parents because he was ready. He was like, I'm ready. I'm not scared of my fucking parents. I love you. Because that's how it's going to be. And I got to tell them that we're going to be together. So he goes to his parents' house. He's nervous as fuck. His parents are like, I'm not really feeling him and this relationship at all. And that's where it ended. So cut to, he's walking up the fucking stairs. It's time for the showdown. He pulls up. And from the get-go, his mom's opening move is, fuck out of here. I don't want to hear anything about this woman. I will not accept your relationship. That's her opening hand. Boom. Um, I think you skipped over some stuff that I would really 
like to mention first. Sure, please. I'm so sorry. Um, One is the pic of the mom hanging out with Jenny and like hugging her was <laughs> wild. Now knowing how she felt betrayed and thought they were just quote unquote friends. Yeah. And seeing that pic of them hugging was wild. The other but thing is how cute her- are the stray cows? Yeah, they're 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 cute. I mean, you know, honestly, I have weird. ADD. That was that went real <laughs> two ways. Real <laughs> also, <quick>. the cows. <laughs> but that picture of them together, I felt like Samit's mom wasn't real. She looked very cold in it, and it looked like Jenny was more like, "Oh, come here, Samit's mom. <laughs> Just give me, let me wrap you up, honey, in my arms." I don't Just know. I, I thought they both looked friendly. It was like oh, okay. how you'd look uh, if you didn't know that. That woman was fucking your son, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they, that you're not fucking my son smile <laughs> gave it away. Yeah. I know that you're not some weird Facebook student who's living <laughs> upstairs where the weird moan cries come out late at night. <laughs> uh, what do you think? So this. Oh, this what about showed- touching their feet for respect when he comes yeah, in? Yeah, respect. Touch their I feet. I didn't know respect. that. Did you at know that? The- no, but right before he explained it, I thought he dropped something. Oh, the thing is, as it was happening, I was like, is it just for your mom, just for your dad? Like who, like how many people get their feet touched? So fascinating. To for know. your elders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, honestly, educating the ignorant, which is us, the reality yes. trash monsters. So they, this little back and forth between everyone is, it gets fucking intense you know i was not prepared for i could bear i didn't even write anything down because i went from normally just like watching and being like okay mm -hmm. (laughs) to suddenly just my jaw on the floor watching this interaction go from this like relationship where it seemed like the parents were just rigid and didn't want their son to be with this older woman and those were the stakes and they were just like it's weird that you're with her and not really seeing and then, you know, making Sumit just sort of look like some guy where that's what he wants to do and he's wrecking a marriage and he doesn't give a fuck. He's flying by the seat of his pants. But it and is yeah, not that at and all. we also had been like thinking, uh, he's like draining his parents because he's making them pay for his divorce and it's like twenty K and it's like this is horrible. And then there was, you know, like some shit said where at first, the parents, do you remember the phrase, a mango tree can't start bearing lemons? Yes, I wrote that shit down. Yeah. Damn. Woo. Yeah. The context of, of that was just be, basically being like, society isn't going to change for you, right? Isn't yeah. that what it was? Well, because he wanted it to, you know, his parents are just, they're so bound to societal norms that mm-hmm. that's really one of the main reasons, if not the main reason, they can't support this relationship because it looks weird it's not normal to their culture and they don't want to deal with the fallout of having to like you know put their chest up about it um and they're saying like you know because we are a part of society that's why we're not doing this because if we didn't we're gonna you know alienate ourselves essentially and he wants them to just be more accepting and yeah that fucking quote is amazing they're like she's not with us no, and she's she won't not be. with us. A mango tree can't start bearing lemons, and that's just like, not what it is. It's just a tiger can't change his stripes, but way better. 
And then, okay, let's get to the meat of this, which is when we see Samit be the most forceful and emotional we've ever seen him by a lot. And he says to them, I tried to commit suicide three times because of my marriage. Yeah. And I told you that. And how can you still think that you can tell me what makes me happy? Yeah. It was just so brutal. Because in the beginning, you just thought, well, I don't know. They they don't like it, dude. You're just going to have to fucking deal with that. And then as he realized it was not getting through, he's just, dude, when he said, mommy, I was dying uh, in this marriage. And he said, you don't, I didn't share my own thoughts with my parents for two and a half years. years. You don't know my pain just to make y'all happy because society wanted to make you happy. And look what this shit did to me. I wanted to harm myself. And then his mom fucking breaks I didn't in the beginning I was like, oh whoa, this is all new. But it all hit her at once because he was saying, I had to suffer because of your obsession with society. I was the victim of all that. And even whew, I could not I was just like And then he was like, sh- Dad, you're shook. the one that made me marry yeah. this woman when I specifically told you like I didn't want to and I did it to make you happy. Then yeah. I had to basically suffer for years because of the choice you you made for me and i wanted to take my own life several times and that was just so rough to hear and you could see like now why a little bit more why he's like hiding jenny away like so far from his parents and all of that stuff it's like he's gonna protect this little bit of happiness with everything that he can considering like he almost lost his life because of how unhappy he was yeah and just being made to live and be married to someone that clearly wasn't the right person for him his dad you know like even admits he's like yeah that that really was on me i really did make make sure sumit got married that was like total you know he raised his hand on that one and you just see that like when he's looking at his parents and they are only just now realizing like the cruelty of their like lack of openness to what their like son is telling them, like his own needs are, uh, that they begin to soften in this way. And you see that Sumit really just didn't have like any kind of pure love in his life. Like, you know, like you feel like you're, you know, he didn't get it from his parents when he really needed it. So in a way I was like, maybe he's into older women. Cause it's like his mom wasn't really loving him like that. But I'm like, I think it could have been fucking anyone who just showed him something that felt like judgment free and pure or something. I don't know. It just everything his like his lack of like, uh, understanding or like having you know shelter emotionally was very whoo i was i was gobsmacked as they say uh yeah i mean i think we now saw the relationship in a whole new way and (laughs) then it was just like mental health awareness day and i was just like typing about my own bullshit on twitter and i was like this shit just hits different when you're like find out how much someone was like traumatized by their own family god damn this shit just gets too fucking real even the ones where you're like at least there's no kids involved yeah you're like and you're like oh my god (laughs) let me have this 
please. I just and what? Oh, 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 please. I just I'm I just need a little second to rest. This should come with some kind of fucking warning, you know, at the beginning of these episodes that it's like we will go outside of the boundaries of trash reality and this shit will get so real. You may pause for five minutes or more to just kind of walk around and take a couple breaths. <laughs> Woo. Oh, man. So, um, you know, his parents did relent in the end somewhat. They were like, they did see that maybe they could, they were really are absolutely not considering his happiness. So they're doing that much to say, we will consider your happiness. Um, Rather than it being than it being a total wall, so I guess you know that's 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 a, that's a bit of a win. I mean, I think like what the ultimate would be if they were like, and we don't care if you marry her, but we knew that wasn't going to happen in one fell swoop. So I think he got the most that he could um, out of them for the moment. In that hand, yeah, that was like the most acceptance that he was going to get. That it wasn't like a total no. But and the war's not over. The war is not over. And then the the other thing that was just like made me think that like we're going to have to see this conflict happen over and over and over again. Because it's like she already starts off in the beginning being like, okay, is this going to be my third time leaving India and coming back? So I'm just like when I think about that, I'm like, if she has to come back again, because she says at the end, she's like. If we can't get married, I know I'm going to have to go back, you know, to America. And it's Mm -hmm. like, as it looks right now, he's not going to do it because he's not going to lose his family. He's probably going to try to stay in this like middle ground where he gets to have them and her, but neither party is completely happy with him. Yeah. Because I don't really see because he says straight up, he's like, I'm not going to choose you know, you over them, over my family, yeah. you know, he's like, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. But he's, he's also like, not willing to let, leave her. So I just like, how many times are, is this going to happen over and over them leaving each other and them coming back together before it's like, just write yeah. it out. Right. The, Cause they have legitimate concerns, which are like, Hey, how are you going to take care of us? If you're going to also be taking care of her. Yeah. <laughs> We're cause we are also old. Yeah. And then Jenny, when he told Jenny, she was like, yeah, well, you like, know, I'm I'm older, but like they got health problems. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's like, I'm healthier than your mom. So tell them that. Honestly, like, that's not submit, I, if I were your mom, I would shut the fuck up because I don't have pre-existing conditions. OK. <laughs> hey, can you tell your mom that I could qualify for medical care in America Oh, Jesus. under President okay. Trump? Yeah. Tell her that. Yeah. Tell her that shit. OK. Yeah. Even, Who's yeah. stupid now? Oh. Tell your mom, honestly, Smith, Smith, <laughs> tell your mom to please shut her fucking mouth, Smith. I'll, I'll fucking, you know, I'll flip the fuck out next time, Smith. I'm from the fucking desert, bitch. We get down different out here. Now, now Debbie and Jenny are the I'll same. Call, you don't know. <laughs> I basically, you tell, ask your mom if she's seen Mad Max. Tell her that was the hospital I was born in, okay, Summit? I'm from the fucking desert, okay? We're fucking desert rats out here. 
We'll eat your fucking bones, okay, Smith? <laughs> and I'll call uh, Debbie, too. <laughs> do you like how long it took him to tell her what happened with his parents when he got back to their house? I was like, yeah. give her the bottom line, damn. Yeah. He was like milking it. He's like, and then I had to be forceful. And then she said this. Ugh. I'm like, just fucking tell her. Then after a few barbs we that we traded. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we pivoted to another topic, to lock horns once again. I took a sip of my drink. Then if <laughs> I remember correctly, my father. Wait, no. No. No, it was my mother. Had... No, you know what? Now that I think about it again. It was my father, yes. He took a drink after me, and then she, my mother, too, took two sips after that. Uh-huh. Well, so. well, just what what the fuck happened, Samet? Do, do I have to fucking smack your mom? <laughs> Please, if I have to choose between I'll you. I'll fuck your mom up, Samet. If I have to choose between you and my parents, I choose both. Don't choose both. Anyway, so we'll see what happens with them. They're fuck that's a wrap on them and we yeah. Should we talk about You know what's funny? The rest of this episode like there are other people who are just there for like a couple seconds just getting you up to speed. Like in the end nothing really happened cuz they spent a good few minutes recapping the season up to that point. You know what I mean? Mhm. Um cuz Brittany and Yazan it was like okay, yes, we get it, we get it. So she's back in Chicago, she's back to get her divorce shit uh, finalized so she can be with Yazan. And we find out she's married to her high school boyfriend and they just haven't been, you know, legally split. What happens when she comes out? She made it seem like, like it was a dude that she like barely knew, right? Yeah. Isn't that, wasn't that the whole thing? She's like, oh, she's is like, it somebody someone, I didn't know? Uh, yeah, now we know. Oh, your high school boyfriend, Brittany? Come mm. on, fool. Oh, I forgot I was married. Really? It's your high school boyfriend you forgot about him? I don't okay. know, I guess. I don't know. Um, that, I love that the so establishing crazy. shot for Chicago is when they show Chicago Avenue. They're like, Chicago Avenue, Chicago, in the city of Chicago, you guys. <laughs> Everything's Chicago. <laughs> like, you didn't need to show Chicago Avenue for us to believe that that's where you were. You just, you you write Chicago on screen at the bottom. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just so cool. But corny. they just want to just put it right in your fucking skull. But we I finally meet. Britney's mom. I want to go to Chicago. I want to go everywhere. So, okay, this is my favorite part. She goes into the court. It's like, okay, it's time to go get my divorce. And then she walks out. What the fuck happened in there? She didn't get her divorce papers? Probably because of her outfit. <laughs> they saw that she was wearing ribbed jeans. They oh were like, divorce denied, <laughs> bitch. Can't find... You need to you work can't through find this more one. appropriate fucking outfit for your divorce hearing. <laughs> Denied, ho. Denied. Was it- you had time for eyelashes and no time for a fucking pair of regular ass pants. Get out. <laughs> Stop it. Also, the-, the way she tacked it, she tucked in that white shirt into those pants with the belt was nasty. Wow. Again, divorce Look denied. At you. Finish her. Wow. Okay. Um, we didn't ask for it, but we got it anyway. That's sorry that's the nature it. of the beast. Not sorry. Yeah. yeah, she. But the thing that she said basically it made it sound like she fucked up and she didn't properly file or the papers weren't properly filed. Cause like the clerk was like, "Y'all not in the docket." 
So she's just like, she, oh, really? She blamed it on the fucking <laughs> board. She goes, who is the manager of America? Okay? Who is divorce supervisor at America? Oh, shit. <laughs> It was ridiculous. It she was got judge. mad because she just got a letter and she assumed shit was settled. She's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I didn't do anything to make this divorce happen. How dare they? <laughs> okay, miss. Thank you. Point made. Yeah, she. Um, yeah. Good for her. That's where it ends. Basically, she she could not even file her own fucking. I don't. The whole thing doesn't make sense because. She left Jordan because she got an email saying, like, you got a divorce hearing. Yet when she goes there, it wasn't done properly. So who? I don't know. I, I wish I cared enough. Uh, and it looks like this thing only ends terribly uh, based on, like, that rest of season teaser. And you cannot ask for the manager of divorce if you forgot you were married. I'm sorry. No. My honor, are you the manager? <laughs> Uh, um, ma'am, I'm sorry. Can you step back? This isn't no. your case. You know ma'am. what? I'm going to have an ultimatum for your docket ass, my <laughs> honor. <laughs> Fuck out of here, my honor. <laughs> I want my divorce fucking service, my honor. <laughs> and I will keep my social media. I'm sorry, ma'am. That's not what this hearing is about. Okay, well, I'm not gonna do it anyway. So, I'm a, I'm gonna have something for your ass, my honor. <laughs> <laughs> Divorce denied. <laughs> okay, then I. How long till I come back? Till I can can I get that? File um, the damn papers, okay, ma'am. Okay, okay, my honor. Okay, fuck, my honor. <laughs> Like, seriously, what the fuck, my honor? You didn't have to do that. I'm serious now. No, you know what, my honor? Now I'm angry. That was fucked up, my honor. And you don't have the fucking right, my honor, my to honor, do anything like I that. My honor, I live in Ethiopia, and this shit is even more <laughs> fucked up than over there, okay? My honor. Okay, excuse me. Can you shut up over there? I'm trying to talk to the judge, my honor. Okay, this, I don't may care. I approach the bench, my honor? Uh, too bad because i already have bye my honor come on come on my honor please please leave um you know what let can you please just get them out of the courtroom please damn my honor you're harsh no well you know what you're in contempt of court stop touching and, me and uh damn. i'm going to be putting you into the custody of this the los angeles county wig. detention damn. facility okay uh, it's my medium days. wig damn ellen your wig will be gone too best believe it didn't look that expensive anyway. Oh, you is adjourned. for my wig? Take her away. Actually, you know what? Bring the wig back. Uh, <laughs> I'd also like to sentence the wig uh, 30 days in uh, detention. Okay, thank you. Because that wig is also violating. Actually, the uh, wig's been dismissed. The wig is a violation of the piece. <laughs> of the hair piece. Okay, so let's just keep this going. <laughs> We must keep it moving. Uh, let's see. Uh, that's a my honor bonus. That's a my honor. That's my honor. <laughs> it's a my honor boner. Uh, what is that? A my honor bond? <laughs> that's right. It's <laughs> <GK>. <laughs> my on bond. 
Okay, my unbind. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Just give me my unbind. Uh, okay, uh, let's take a quick break, actually. <laughs> we'll be right back. Oh, 20 day fiance. <laughs> Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. Is that Shakespeare? Nope, it's Geico. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 that's Shakespeare from one of his unpublished works. Oh, it be not for awakening. Nay, give it thou the berries. For fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. No, it's from Geico because they help save people money. Well, I hate to break it to you, but Geico got it from Shakespeare. Geico. Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. Good afternoon. Would you like to try a free sample of our double fudge brownie? Oh, sure. Mmm, that's very good. I- I'll just take one more, just to be sure. Yep, still very good. Some things never change, like never being able to take just one free sample, and Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Mmm, it- is that? Macadamia nut, I taste. Let me take one more, sir. Mm. Yeah, I thought so. Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. America's so fucking tight. America, America. And we're back, and let's get let's talk about um, Kenny and Armando. I love Armando. Armando, Mar Martin Landau. <laughs> Hold on, is it is it macho? Macho Gesto. Macho Gesto. Now that's a, that's actually pretty easy. Macho Gesto. Macho Gesto. Macho Gesto. Macho Gesto, Georgia. Hola, Macho Gesto. <laughs> Thank you no so guacamole. much. No guacamole. No guacamole. No guacamole for me, no por favore. No fajitas either. Oh. Armando. I love Kenny and Armando. They... <laughs> Unfortunately, you know, this this is a, the, So this is the heartbreaking fucking part, most heartbreaking other than the suicide uh bit from earlier. The, this is just a heavy episode. This is just one the, again, the show gets real sometimes in ways you never asked for. No. But I guess now we should have a Drake meme telling us you knew what it was when you signed up. Yep. But I guess I didn't know cuz it used to just be like people like Kirlium Who's like, I'm from the jungle and I'm a model and I don't even know it. <laughs> and he's like, I'm a computer programmer that will never let her leave. Um, and it was easier. And now they're like super happy and like she's like an influencer. I want uh, those endings, not these remember Alexi and Lauren. Mm-hmm. I see them uh, like whenever the shows are ending and they're doing their thing, like being like, oh, let's go to bed, babe. OK, babe. Let's go to bed, babe. Oh, I'm Thanks, so babe. pregnant. I like oh, the way those babe. end. I love when you guys. Just with, um, especially Veronica and uh, Tim, the way she's like, get out of here, Tim. And he's like, all right, I'm going to take my cup, though. Oh, you better have a full <laughs> cup for me next time. <laughs> yeah, all right, Tim. Just get out of here. Good night, honey. I love you. Get the fuck out of here. I love she's you. She's had like a glow up, too, I think. And she's like really feeling herself. And she's like, okay, Tim, um, I've gotten what I can out of you. So get the fuck out. Thanks, Tim. I got she access like to five D chess Tim single. <laughs> she doesn't even want his ass. <laughs> uh, sorry, Tim. Not gonna do anything about that boner, Tim. That's on you, Tim. <laughs> Just here for the fucking likes, bro. For the followers. 
That way I can get free hotel trips whenever this thing opens back up. Oh, that's what we need to get into is just, you know, the truly vapor economy where you have enough followers and they're like, here, go to this hotel for a day on us. And then I pretend I'm uh, not just hiding in the room all day. Uh, okay. So, yeah, Kenny and Armando, they go to meet Hannah and the family and everyone's there. They pull up to uh, Armando's house. And they're very nervous, obviously, because uh, Armando has just come out. And this is all very new to his family. You know, his father was reluctant, but ultimately was not, you know, going to be like, I'm, I disown you, but very uncomfortable and not really with it. So they're also trying to figure out if they tell the family if they if uh, they announce their engagement, because that also happened in the interim. And when they pull up, yo, it's fucking it's a party. It's a lot of people, aunties, cousins, babies. We also find out that not only obviously is he the first like like the first male uh partner that Armando's mm-hmm. ever brought home but we find out that's only the second person to ever meet his family that's like a romantic yeah. partner and the first one was the mom of his daughter oh my god so this is just so fucking heavy the stakes are so high and when we roll up and we see like all the tias are there all the like all it's the everyone. kids are there it's just like whew, I do it's not high pressure that. high pressure situation and, and so Armando they, takes his ring off in the car. Yeah. He's he was like, like mm-hmm. I don't want them to already like spot it and be like feeling some type of way before I even say anything. Right. And then Kenny's like, oh, I'm uncomfortable with that. But I'm like, OK, but like, let's take it one step at a time, you know? Right. It's, you know, it's tense. You know, they come out. Everybody's just kind of clocking them. And it's a little, you know, the kids obviously wonderful hannah comes up gives jeff or kenny the nicest hug and they're just you know it was so nice to see that that like there's already this like familiarity and like love between everybody and then uh you know armando is you know he's stiff everybody's not used to him a i think just anyone being gay uh so they're just and on top of that, it being Armando, who has like a child and like this sort of like tragic love story behind it. And everyone is just very awkward. So he is sort of, you know, just kind of doing the exact, just sort of mirroring the same energy, which is totally understandable. And then Ken- Kenny is like kind of worried, too. He's like, I don't want them to look at me as like the root of this or whatever. So it's all just very weird. And we realize our uh, Armando's dad isn't like out there either. Like he's, he's tucked away somewhere. Yeah. And we realize that the dad doesn't want to come out at all. And then he does. And he looks seriously distressed. Like he looks so upset that he like looks sick. Yeah. And it was really sad to see. And broke my heart to see Armando kind of, you know, want so badly for him to just join them. But him not being able to do it. And he just, like, is so awkward. But he says, this is your home. Like, indirectly. Be like, tell him this is your home kind of thing. And then he just leaves. 
Yeah. I mean, he embraced Armando, and it was, yeah, you know, it was as awkward as I thought I would be. But Ken- it also Kenny kind of took a- it personally, though, too. It was a pretty good first step. That's how I felt. But Kenny didn't but feel Kenny like that, though. He was really. But Kenny is used to it. So yeah. he just thinks, like, yeah, that, like, he isn't going to. I mean, I-, I guess I think he's afraid that this is always how it's going to be how it is. As yeah. opposed to, I mean, but you know, I, I, I we'll see. I, we, I, the more I watch this show, I'm like, I don't even know if I can talk about any of these fucking people because next thing you know, they're gonna show the backstory of like Armando's dad and like oh, some God. other fucking tragedy. I'm like, oh my God, please just stop. Sunny, spring back Darcy, <laughs> Stacy. I'll, 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 I'll sit through that. I just, I know what, I know what's going on there. I know, I know that whole thing. Please, um, but. Yeah, I it, it to me it really much it felt like yes the the dad is traveling light years to do as much to come out and not be openly hostile. It may have been I'm not really giving you the direct eye contact, but I shook yeah. your hand. I'm like, yeah, okay, you good? Uh huh. All right, so um, cool. That's cool. All right, I'm I'm gonna go. Like, you know, whatever. Well, th- we shall see how this how this uh, relationship evolves. And then, and then, she then just the gets mom and Kenny like share crying over the fact that they're not going to be with like they're not going to be with their kids. But Kenny's right. like taking Armando away. So it's this like weird, bittersweet kind of thing where you're like right. happy that they understand each other, but also sad because uh, you want Armando to also have this part of his family, not yeah. just Kenny and Hannah, but it. So then after that nice moment, shit just gets awkward again, unfortunately, because Armando is just sort of like, all right, now that everybody's around the fire, now that the producers have sort of set everybody around the fire for the best coverage, because look, we were only able to get two shooters on this. We would honestly would have liked to have four. But since we only have two camera operators on this shoot, what it is, you know, we're going to have to pack you guys in. And this is just going to have to be. Okay, so guys, sorry, uh, Armando and Familia. I'm just gonna talk to my operators real quick. All right, so Hunter, you're just gonna get the yeah. I just need to get tight on Armando for this one, and then for you, Max, if you just start roving between the family, get those reactions. Okay, great. All right, here we go. And action. Armando says, "Hey, uh, y'all, I want to make an announcement to everyone, very organically, even though we're all seated here. Um, I just want to say that Kenny proposed to me, and uh, I said yes." And we are going to get married. And after that, all you hear is crickets. It is just that for all the sort of good feelings that were there, suddenly it became very just like a shock came over, you know, uh, the party. And there's something so particularly harsh um, about the silence because normally after an engagement announcement, there's just so much like clapping and crying and laughing oh and hugging. God. And it was yeah. just so conspicuously absent that you really felt like you were sitting there too, just mm-hmm. being like, oh my God. The only thing I could felt like I could compare it to is like when you're bombing, when you're doing stand up and right. you're like, oh God, like how long has it been? Right. Since someone laughed. 
Yeah. And it's just like a couple seconds, but you feel like it's been years. And that's how the silence felt where you're like, how long have we been sitting by the fire? Is it 80 years? I don't know. Oh my God, I'm so hot. (laughs) I'm going to go. This is is rough. Yeah, it was, it was, everybody was in shock. His mom and aunts were in fucking shock. Like his one aunt was like, I can't even imagine to be my sister now. If that was me. Oh God. If that, what I would do. I don't know. It was all very dramatic. Um, but yeah, if this is gonna take this is gonna take a minute. This is just uh that's the that's that evolution for them uh, that's gonna have to occur. But yeah, it 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 definitely felt very uncomfortable way because you you'd hope that someone did more than just be like, Well, that's your decision and great, good for you. Okay. Yeah, the it's your decision line was really harsh. Yeah. It's like the, what your parents say when you're like doing something they so, so badly disapprove of, but they just don't want to say it. They just want you to feel the like crushing weight of their disappointment. Mm-hmm. It's just like so much harsher. I'm hoping that that silence and that shock is sort of born out of um, just how unusual this is. Yeah. Or that they're that they're trying to accept it. So they're not used to it, but they they want to accept it. So it's just like, oh, this is fucking not normal for us. But OK. And I don't know what to do. I've never responded positively to anything like this. I'm just learning now that it's OK to for me to love my kid this way. Or versus people who just outright reject it. You know what I mean? Because there are people like that who are so hostile towards it that, you know, like they would hear me like, nope, get the fuck out. Um, so I, I hope, you know, I hope and I pray. That that I do works. too. And it's also sad that the mom's like, yeah, there's no way I'm telling the dad that they're engaged. Yeah. Mm-mm. All right. Uh, let's move on to Ari and baby. Oh boy. <clears throat> this is a fucking train wreck. I mean, oof. this one started off interesting too, because so Ariella and Binium, they're, you know, she's pregnant and where we left off last time, she was in the car fucking wilding out being like, oh my God, I'll, I'll leave you. I don't give a fuck. You'll never see us again. She, you know, <laughs> she booked her fucking ticket to Cancelvania and we were like, okay, see you later, trash can. And... This one, she sort of starts off like they're they're moving into a new apartment. It's like a compromised place, and it's not like as expensive as the one she wants, but not as like you know uh, convenient or inexpensive as the uh, Binium's cousin's place. And then she's like, she's like, I want to apologize for talking all that shit in the car. To to be real, you know, it's just like hard for me because it's a lot for me. Everything's new and I wish my mom was here and I'm pregnant. Da, 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 da. So I was like, Oh, okay. Wow. Maybe, um, she's such a fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she is. I hate her. She walks in and she's like, so this couch is ugly. You have to paint the walls. Right. Right. I'm like, you're a fucking princess. Damn. Just <laughs> enjoy it for one second. I love that. <laughs> it's true. I mean, yeah, she, well then, so they go look shopping for a car. This is where she fucking, she takes it to the next level again. They're, you I, know I, that he's sick of her shit because when she's like, so I'm sorry. And I guess I just want to say that I want to stay here. 
he just says, it's good. Yeah. Which is the most non-excited response yeah. <laughs> for a woman who is having your child that you're supposedly in love with. That's what a fucking bitch she is. <laughs> that it's just really hard to love her. All she's done uh, is complain about everything that has to do with the country and everything. Will she be... I don't know. I mean, the the car shopping scene just kind of, again, further revealed like how she's continuing to look at her entire experience in Ethiopia, which is, why isn't it like America? If I'm living here, then it should be like America. Case in point, <laughs> I'm we're buying American, a used car. Therefore, this so, should be America. So let's buy a used car. Okay, uh, this one, what is this? This is a 2008 Yaris. Okay, how much is it? 22000 what are you fuck that's insane she kept calling the prices insane mm-hmm. no this is insane that's ins- no that's too much no 22000 that can't be possible for this in car in america for 22000 you can buy a yaris and like two people you can drive a yaris through a crowd of people and get away with it for $22000 in america for 22000 dollars in america you can bribe a judge so that you can literally murder several people. Yeah. Doesn't even matter. Whatever. I mean, if you're white, cheaper? you don't even have to pay the 22K. Honestly, you can put that towards like, I don't know, a high yield. Actually, can you just give me the account? Can you just give me the keys? Can I just I'm just gonna drive off with this right now, actually. So just give yeah, no, give no. Okay, sorry. Okay, I'm look at another card. Did you notice that? Yes. Does we that did. give me some sort of a discount on this mm, Yaris? No, not necessarily, unless we just discount your opinion. So we'll move oh. on to this other car. This is a 2001 <laughs> used car. And this okay, one how is much going. Is this? this is for the low, low as well, uh, coming in at 17000 Are you fucking kidding me? No, Are you fucking that's serious? A fair, that's a fair price. Do I get you to hit you in the vagina for that no, price? No. I'm just, please don't. Okay, that's can I slap your mom? No, because she will fuck okay, you up. Okay, then what the fuck am I paying 17K for? Okay, so there's such thing as, uh, they're called uh, import tariffs. Uh, so because we're okay, in a country Okay, you don't that need is, to curse at me, okay? I'm not, I'm... Not cursing at you. We're in Ethiopia. It's landmark. You just call so everything. A tariff. I that's not. I no. A tariff is a tax. You're a fucking tax. Okay. Um, Binium, do you want to do this or should I just slash her right now? Because I've got a box. I've got a cutlass behind me. I'm sorry. Does she not know that I look like an angel <laughs> and I'm carrying a baby angel in my belly? You should actually get back because. Ah. Okay, give me a discount. They, yeah, this stupid ass motherfucker does not realize when you, there's these import tariffs are a real fucking thing because you live in consumer suction hole of the globe. Yeah, we don't experience those kinds of taxes like import taxes that other people do. That's why, like, anybody who has family, like, abroad, you are usually bringing shit for them so they don't have to pay like they're like what do you need a fucking dvd player fucking ipod a mm. phone vitamins yep. fucking jeans you know what i mean like yep. it's just always shit is just so expensive for it to be imported but 
again, you know, welcome to the show. Why isn't this America uh, starring Ariella? And everything, everything should just be like the US. Like, I don't understand. Like, in America, you just go to CarMax, and then you can get a car and, like, nine speakers at a Best Buy. This bitch is so entitled. He literally has to explain the concept of landlocked country to her. He's like, yeah, can I get one second? She's like, he's like, patiently, baby, this is Africa. Yeah. We are landlocked. This is what? And taxes are twice the no, price. Don't say They're that half about the this price, price of this car. Don't call this Africa. That's not that's <laughs> fucked up. That's she then up, says the most offensive thing. She goes, I assume things would be cheaper in Ethiopia. What? Please. Why? Why did you assume that? <sighs> because, Why don't you say like, it? Why don't you say it out loud? Why did you assume that Ethiopia would be? Because I think that's where the discounts were created. Okay, that's all I know. So you're not going to get me to say it. Sorry. That's how I stay employed by not ever saying the bad part out loud. <laughs> um, sorry, I stay employed by having an inside voice. Yeah, I think the smart ones know. We know how to keep a job. Um, we know what to whisper. <laughs> or a series of blinks. Beep, 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 beep. Uh, so they go also to get a checkup, prenatal checkup, and this, this is when shit gets yo wild, real, real suddenly. They're like, "Oh, this is just a chill ultrasound." She's like, "Is the baby still still breech?" They're like, "Yeah, the baby's still breech." And then she's like, "Give me more details." And he's like, "I'm a technician. I'm gonna let the doctor say it." And then she's like, nah. "No." So she's what is like, it? Why are you making the doctor talk to me? What, just because it's not your job? Yeah, because you're not supposed to. Okay, great reason. You know who else followed orders? The Nazis. Um, Did you no, see my I'm, Jewish star? Yeah. No, that. please don't bring that into I'm just doing my job, actually. And I've already done more by even trying to comfort you in this moment. I should have just purely said the result. I will give the results to your doctor who will then consult with you. Um, and then the doctor says like we measured the amniotic fluid and it's mm -hmm. really low and um, the baby is breech and you need to have a C-section and it needs to happen today. Oh. Uh, and then what? she's like, can I call my mom? They're like, nah, like today like you're gonna be the third patient today we have two more that are more high like risk than you and then it's you because we cannot oh. wait oh but <laughs> but i'm white but i don't have a c-section in Ethiopia. <sighs> okay please 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 ariella please calm down please breathe please breathe breathe we just need you to be stable so we can get through this and this we can is, have this damn this baby. This is why everybody said maybe don't have the baby in Ethiopia. And you kept insisting that you knew better. And now it's happening. And now you're trying to insist that you actually don't trust the doctors there to give you a C-section. Mm -hmm. What are you fucking doing, dude? What yeah. are you doing? Well, you know, she, she knows best. She knows best by not listening to anyone else. So shout out to you, Ariella. Hope, um, hope that you and the child are, are fine, though. You know what I mean? But get your head in the game. What about the little conversation at the end where uh, where Beanium's talking to the producers and they're like, so do you mind if her parents buy you all the shit you guys don't have? And then he laughs and he's like, I don't 
don't mind so much. Yeah, not so much. <laughs> I was but like, yeah, know, yeah, get that bassinet player. For real, though. Like, they know. The fuck, bro? You got. They better be paying. The fuck you talking about? I'm out so, here. Send the bassinet. She was now. also so, like, annoying when he was like, okay. She's like, so we need a lot of money. Like, are you going to make the money? And he's like, yeah, I'm going to be working two jobs. Like, a job in the daytime and a job at night. And then she's like, wait a minute. So when are you going to be home helping me take care of the baby? And he's like, you just said you wanted more money. The only way to do that is for me to work two jobs. Like, well, I'm sorry. I'm not going to be doing the baby all by myself. And it's like, you're entitled to want all of that. But you have to stop assuming you can have everything without actually looking at how much your husband makes, what the possibilities for him to make a living are in that country. Like, you can't have the American life in Ethiopia. That's what people keep telling you. It's a fucking different experience. Uh, well, try and tell that to her, who's deeply ignorant. Okay, uh, let's take another break, and then we'll come back and wrap it up. Oh, 20 Day Fiance. To show you how easy it is to file a claim with GEICO, we hired a soap opera star. Gracious me, my car has storm damage and I've had to file a claim. Could it possibly get worse? Will my claims team leave me for someone else? Someone less intense? Um, no. Actually, when you file a claim with GEICO, you get your own dedicated claims team who promises to stay with you throughout the process. Oh, I've never known such loyalty. I can't wait for the second season. Geico, great service without all the drama. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. America's so fucking tight. America, America. And we're back. And wow, Tim and Melissa. Ooh, and this is a delicious, oh, dirty one because see. it contains a revealed um, secret. I mean, we love a secret. There's just something about a secret. I mean, that secrets. There's just something so good when you hear a secret. Um, that is just Y'all, so energizing. That's a, that's a quadruple, quintuple secret. QS. Oh, secrets. <laughs> that's just five bajillion points to uh, the concept of secrets. That which is actually just five BJ's. Yes. <laughs> hey. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Uh. Oh, I do want to say this before we get into it. I had some Ethiopian food uh, two weeks ago. Ooh, went, did you I have went that? F- what you have? You have lentils? I went to you Mercado on Fairfax. Yeah, yeah. I had it all. I had it all. Mm. I had I had everything. And I... Also, uh, Ethiopian listeners, how much injera do I use per bite? What's the average? What's too much? What's too little? I need well, to know I feel what's like it's probably personal for like... Yeah, yeah, but I'm curious. You know what I mean? For proportion all... for yeah. your own self. I love, oh, like, it's, I so it's it. not too dry, you know? 
But so it's but I love but it's also but it's, it's also so like, fucking good. Like I love how they started the, the um the Aryan baby segment by showing I know the that's food, what I made me think and then of they it. Scoop it up and I wrote injera with eight exclamation points. I was like, I gotta tell her <laughs> next time we record. I went and did that. I'm oh, so we could do that next time. We'll both get takeout and then we'll eat it over Zoom. Ah, a little Zoom Ethiopian. Zoom tea? Ethiopian I spread. Love it. Love Everyone, it. everyone's gonna go to their local Ethiopian, you know, because I feel like most, like most places in the U.S. and Canada, you can get a, you can get Ethiopian. You know what I mean? The first place I had dope ass Ethiopian food was in Philly, mm. really close to where I lived at Forty Fifth and Walnut. All right. What up, Philly? What up, Philly? Thank you it's all me. know what I'm talking about. Bibi Netanyahu. <laughs> you know your boy came from Philly. <laughs> so let's talk about Tim and Melissa. So my and what God. we found out. I um because I, I knew mean, she wasn't gonna let that fucking tall ass Dilbert ass motherfucker just cheat on her I mean, and have me no repercussions. I love a fucking secret. And the way this was all just set up was like, look, I need to meet up with my brother Miguel and my friend David. To just, and just chat. Just pick their brain. You know, I have something to get off my chest and I need to I need to consult with them to know how to approach this with Tim's dumbass. It's just a little so, something something. No big just deal. Something. Nothing just a little big. brunch talk. A little brunch talk and maybe a little secret that could kind of like <laughs> fuck up your whole but like, I don't fucking know. Who knows? Maybe I'll just fuck your whole life up with like, you know, a couple of choice words. Um, just low key, high key. But so, like low key, high key. So what key. happened? So she's like talking to them. Okay, so you know, like I'm just thinking about what's going on, and you know, guys, I gotta talk to you because I just I haven't been really honest with Tim. You know. Oh, really? really? David was so intrigued when Hmm. he heard that. So what happened? So turns out Melissa's like, so here's the deal. Um, when we were broken up, I was with a dude, and we were fucking, and it was purely sexual secrets. Say what? what? (laughs) I love it. I love it. Oh, get yours, my God. Melissa. You know what I mean? She's so, worried. I'm like, nah, you know what, Melissa? You did. Y'all are broken up. What Tim did to you. Now, that's 15K, but we don't know Back for sure. to him. Yeah. Ooh, Fuck around like. and find out. She'll slash you. She's Good not. Good fucking luck, Tim. Yeah. You already left your whole fucking life. No one and then, likes you. Was it David or Miguel who was like, yeah, well, at least he brought Pepino to yeah. the cat. <laughs> He's like, oh, shit. Um, also, David has a, a baby's face. Um, David has a baby's face. I couldn't. I was like, Miguel this young man has st- a face I could sit on. <laughs> okay. Yeah. More like Benjamin sit on Yahoo. Am I oh right? shit. Good night. I'm sorry. Okay. I <laughs> I actually mean there we go. Uh, what yeah, you don't well. know also is who is how you say dick 
in Russian. So oh. sit on Yahoo is actually a very good joke if you also oh, speak Russian. Oh, wow. It was like... Fantastic. <laughs> it was like double. You know, I, I should use that line next time I go to uh, Moscow. <laughs> I'm going to say that. How do you say it? Anyway, write it down for me. I don't, I'll talk to you about it later. Uh, yeah. So anyway, that was... Tim and Millie, we'll see. They, they they got more to come, too. And she looks like she's ready to just fucking burn this motherfucker down. With yeah, and I love that shit. And I think she has, like, big men doesn't... Men's doesn't control me energy. No. In fact, I control men's. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I will get them to walk off a cliff. You know. And I just really hope that Miguel has more screen time. I mean, FaceTime. Mm. I mean, mm. screen time. Sit time. <laughs> Seat time. You know what I mean? Okay, well, thank you for listening to this episode. Um, we won't be having an episode tomorrow because we take a quick break uh, just to get our bearings straight. So there'll be no episode, only one episode this week. I know, I know. Don't be How mad. dare I'm we sorry. do this for free? I understand. But we got to get a little bit of rest. Uh, so until then, we will see you, you know, bright and early next time. We'll be talking the other way. Uh, and you can find this show, 420 Day Fiance, at 420 Day Fiance on Twitter and Instagram and on Twitch, www.twitch.tv slash 420 Day Fiance. And, you know, uh, 420 Day Fiance is a production of iHeartRadio. So for more podcasts, you know, get the iHeartRadio app or Apple Podcasts or whatever you get your podcasts. Just, just get them somewhere. But make sure you like and subscribe. And with that, I have been Sophia Alexandra. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the Sophia S-O. F-I-Y-A. And on my other podcast, Weekly Private Parts Unknown, with my co-host, Courtney Kosak. You know that. And my other prop. Anyway, uh, and also my comedy album. Check that out. Father's Day. Wherever you get comedy albums. And you can find me, Miles Gray, on Instagram and Twitter at Miles of Gray. That's Gray with an A. You can listen to me on my other podcast, The Daily Zeitgeist, every day with Jack O'Brien and Mm. various other guests. Mm. And, you know, just stay safe out there. And congratulations, Laker Nation! Oh, fuck yeah. Just so you know, this is a Laker podcast, so if you don't like it, you can, I mean, you, I mean... I'm not going to tell you to go, but we are like, we're not, we're unapologetic. Okay. We're, uh, it's been the lake show here for since day one. Oh, we're K ones. And that was, that was perfect. Shout out to, shout out to everybody. 80. I mean, honestly, ball mama, uh, you know, sorry, Danny green for the toxic fan base for, uh, threatening your wife. It's just not, that's not a good look. I will admit that. And I would never do that. And if I heard somebody say that, I would smack them. Anyway, with that, we love you, K1s. Be well, uh, be good to yourselves and each other. And with that, we'll see you later. Bye. Ese último McNugget me toca a mí porque soy la mayor. ¿Y eso qué tiene que ver? Los mayores se respetan. Eso no existe, ¿cierto, mamá? Ya, quédense tranquilas. Aquí hay otra cajita de McNuggets. Respeto, ¿viste? El no hay rivalidad cuando hay McNuggets deal. Hay un deal para cada salida familiar en McDonald's. Compra uno de tus favoritos, como unos McNuggets de 10 piezas, una Big Mac, una Quarter Pounder with Cheese o un Fileo Fish y te llevas otro por un dólar. Por tiempo limitado, precios y participación pueden variar. Válido para un producto de igual o menor valor. The 27 Club. 
is back. The 27 Club, a serialized podcast about iconic rock stars who died at the age of 27, returns with the story of Janis Joplin. The 27 Club is hosted by me, Jake Brennan, the creator of Disgraceland, the award-winning music and true crime podcast. The 27 Club is a weekly show. Episodes are released every Thursday. Listen to The 27 Club on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.